Episode 58, A Coffee in a Cafe. Hello everyone, and welcome, or welcome back, to our simple English podcast. As always, my name is Ruben, and you are listening to the podcast which helps you to learn the English language, to improve your comprehension, your understanding of spoken English uh, by listening to authentic and hopefully interesting English content in a slightly slower and more simple way. In this episode today, uh, I'm going to be talking about coffee. I would like to start this episode, to begin this episode, telling a story. I was recently on holiday. I am very lucky I went on holiday uh, with my family. Uh, We went to Portugal, uh, actually to a Portuguese island, an island called Madeira. Um, And this was great. I really loved the holiday and it was so nice to get away from the winter in the UK. Do you know this expression to get away from something? This is another way that we use this very uh, useful but complicated verb to get. To get away from something means to avoid something. I hate the winter in the UK and so so that uh, I can run away from the winter and not have to uh, live in the UK in the winter, uh, we go on holiday to get away from winter. Uh, because in Madeira, uh, the weather is much better. It was not uh, such a harsh winter, we could say. Um, so that was really nice. Something... I loved about this holiday was speaking Portuguese. Uh, I have been learning Portuguese only for about two months or seven or eight weeks, but because I know Spanish already, uh, it means Portuguese was very easy to learn uh, because it was very similar. Um, It's a very nice language, very interesting language, a very strange pronunciation. The pronunciation, for example, in Brazilian Portuguese, Portuguese spoken in Brazil, is not so strange, and it is more similar to Spanish or to other Romance languages. Uh, But the Portuguese spoken in Portugal uh, has a very unique and very um, unusual sound, very unusual uh, pronunciation, accent. Uh, This was uh, difficult, but very, very good fun. Uh, It was lovely, of course, an amazing feeling to speak to people in their own language. Um, And this is so, so rewarding and why I love learning languages. And I'm sure uh, all you guys learning English um, know this feeling as well. 
Uh, maybe you speak English to people, uh, or maybe even some of you may speak other languages as well, um, two or three languages or more. I'm sure you know it's a great feeling when you can uh, practice these languages. But the other thing that I really liked about this holiday, uh, this island, uh, that really stood out to me... Um, was the cafe culture. What does that mean? It stood out to me. It means uh, it made an impression. I noticed it. It was um, very clear and very different to what I am used to, uh, to what I normally know. Uh, what really stood out was the cafe culture. What do I mean by that, cafe culture? Well, let me explain. In Portugal, or at least in Madeira, there were lots of cafes, uh, cafeterias. Uh, in English, you can use either word a cafe or a cafeteria. Uh, they both mean the same thing. They are the place, the sort of uh, coffee shop, you can say as well, where you go and you buy coffee and you drink it. And there were lots of these cafeterias, lots of these cafes, where the Portuguese really like to go. Uh, it was a very popular thing. Lots of Portuguese people spent lots of time in these cafes, and so there were cafes everywhere. In the UK, this is very different. We have cafes, we have coffee shops, but people go to them normally only in the morning. Um, maybe some people like to work in a coffee shop if they work online on their computer. But in Portugal it was very different because the cafe culture uh, was really something very social. People like to go to coffee shops, to cafes, to meet their friends, to see their friends, to talk, uh, to have conversations, to drink coffee, maybe eat something. And... They're really very, very popular. And because these cafes are so popular, they were really not very expensive. We could say they were actually quite cheap. Um, because, I imagine, lots and lots of people go to these cafes. That means there is a very high demand. And so... Mm, lots and lots of cafes and so each cafe is not too expensive for example to order um, a, a normal coffee uh, they say uma bica in portuguese a funny funny word that they use for coffee um, it only cost about 80 cents this is crazy that's like 75p in English money, less than a pound, less than one pound, less than one euro. And this is fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's very nice coffee as well, but the best thing about these cafes, these coffee shops, is the food that accompanies, uh, that goes with uh, these, the, the coffee. Um, the food <laughs> is called a pastel de nata, and any Portuguese person listening to this episode will know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you ever go to Portugal, I recommend very much that you try a pastel de nata. It's um, a small pastry 
sort of pastry dessert. It is a sweet pastry uh, filled with a sweet uh, cream, really. Um, but it's very, very nice. I can't explain even why it is so nice, uh, because it is so simple, but it's so nice. And you can get in these coffee shops a pastel de nata and a coffee, a beaker, for one euro twenty. It's amazing. One euro twenty for a pastel de nata and a coffee. It's an amazing combination, and this just it's really stood out to me. It really made a good impression uh, because the cafe culture was so so good. Uh, me and my family, we went to three or four cafes in a week, um, which we never do in the UK. We never go to coffees, uh, to coffee shops, to cafes. Why? Well, because cafe culture in the UK doesn't exist in the same way uh, as it does in Portugal. If you come from another country with a good cafe culture, I don't know, like Italy, for example, then you will think that this Portuguese cafe culture that I just described is very normal, and you will not uh, understand why it stood out to me so much and why I am talking about it. But in England, uh, this is one thing that we lack, uh, one thing that we don't really have in our country. Why, why is that? Why don't we have this amazing cafe culture in the UK? Well, first of all, why do I say that? I say it because the cafes in the UK are very expensive. There are very few uh, small independent cafeterias and cafes like Starbucks or mm, Cafe Nero, which are the popular coffee shops, are very expensive. They cost a lot. Uh, a coffee and a small pastry, a croissant, for example, will cost six or seven pounds normally, which is a lot, lot more than the one euro twenty for a cafe and a pastelnata in Portugal. It's much easier to go to a cafe with your friend if you know it's only going to cost a few pounds. But there is another reason why uh, we don't have this cafe culture in the same way in the UK, and that is because English people prefer to go to a pub to meet their friends rather than a cafe. Uh, the pub is something very, very English, very, very British. It's like a tradition here. Uh, we go to the pub. Uh, a pub, of course, is a place where you can uh, go and you can maybe buy food and drink, uh, but especially alcoholic drinks, uh, because <laughs> all English people are alcoholics. We love alcohol, so we prefer the pub. No, I am joking. Uh, lots of people go to a pub and they don't necessarily all drink alcohol. Not everyone uh, has alcohol all the time, but it is true 
that the role of the cafe, the cafeteria, in England, this role is taken by the pub. People go to the pub rather than the cafe. And the role of coffee is taken by beer. Uh, in England, we drink coffee, but mainly uh, only in the mornings. Uh, and in the afternoon, we prefer to drink beer or something alcoholic. Still, I wanted to talk about coffee a bit more in general because I find it very interesting. It has an interesting story. Uh, did you know uh, the coffee plant, the plant uh, that we, we get coffee from, uh, came from Ethiopia originally in Africa? Uh, this was many, many years ago in really ancient Ethiopia. But the interesting thing is we don't know when people started to make the drink coffee. We don't know when people started to actually drink what we call coffee because, yes, there's the coffee plant, but to get the drink, to have a drink of coffee, you need to take the beans, uh, the beans that grow on the coffee plant. Uh, beans are like small, uh, well, they are small green things that grow on the on the plant. And first of all, you need to roast these beans. Roast them means you need to cook them at a very, very high temperature, uh, very, very hot. And this makes the beans black instead of green. If you know a coffee bean, you probably think it is, is black. But of course, when they are on the plant, they are green. And we don't know when someone decided, hmm, these beans, they're green. I'm going to roast them. I'm going to cook them really, really hot and make them turn black. We don't know when someone did that. But then, after that, once you have the beans and they are black, you then need to grind them. You need to make them into a powder. A uh, powder is a very, very fine material, uh, like salt or sand, that's sort of so fine it can just go through your fingers, go through your hands. And to make the beans into a powder, a coffee powder, you need to grind them. That's the verb to grind, to crush them. And we don't know when people first did that. We do know that in Yemen, in the Middle East, in Arabia, in about the 16th century, the year 1500 roughly, people were drinking coffee. We have evidence, we know that people were drinking the drink coffee. Uh, in Yemen uh, then. Uh, the word they used for coffee was kawa. Uh, I'm sorry, I do not speak Arabic. I would love to learn Arabic, um, but my pronunciation is probably terrible. But it's something like kawa, um, which means dark or dark one. And this went into the Turkish language as kave, um, when the Ottoman Turks, the Ottoman Empire, um, they travelled to Yemen and they discovered uh, 
uh, coffee, <laughs> or they, they took coffee from the Arabs. And the Ottomans then traded with Europe. They bought things and sold things with Europe. And the Ottomans uh, brought coffee to Italy, to France, and eventually to the UK. It came to the UK and to England from the Netherlands, actually, from the Dutch word uh, coffee, uh, which is, of course, where we get the English word coffee, um, which is a little bit different to café, uh, the Turkish word, or café uh, in French, for example. Uh, that's why we say coffee. It came from the Netherlands, from Dutch. Um, the original coffee, the coffee that uh, was first drunk uh, in uh, Yemen and in the Ottoman Empire, was not uh, like coffee that we know today. Well, not all coffee. Um, when I say coffee, I normally think of an espresso, an Italian type of coffee. Uh, espresso, we say in English, we always uh, use uh, the Italian words to talk about coffee in English, but we say them very badly. Uh, but it was not an espresso, uh, but the original coffee is more like uh, what we call Turkish coffee today, or similar to Greek coffee, where there is actually still powder, uh, the coffee powder, in the bottom of the cup. Um, in the cup that you drink the coffee from, there is there is the powder. Um, interestingly, uh, side note: uh, if you uh, come to the UK, you may notice that lots of people uh, like a type of coffee that they call a latte. Uh, latte is a coffee with milk in it. Um, of course, if any of you go to Italy. Do not order a latte because latte in Italian is just milk. You will not have you will they will not give you coffee, they will give you just milk. And my mum actually made this mistake once. She went to Italy and she asked, Please can I have a latte? And they brought her just milk. Um, but in England we do call a coffee with milk in it a latte. Uh, well there are lots of types. You can go for a flat white or a latte or a um, cappuccino or lots of lots of different types of coffee. I actually love coffee. I love the taste, but unfortunately, I can't drink too much coffee because I am sensitive to caffeine. Uh, caffeine is the chemical, the substance inside the coffee that makes you feel awake. If I drink coffee in the afternoon, for example. I will not be able to sleep well at night. And this is actually genetic. It's in my, my genes, my DNA. Um, my parents gave me this, um, and I can't control it. Uh, it's genetic because some people metabolize caffeine quicker than others. Uh, to metabolize, a scientific word, just means to break down. So caffeine blocks receptors in your brain for a chemical called adenosine, which stops you feeling tired. And you don't feel tired because the caffeine is there blocking those receptors, and your body has to break down the caffeine, has to metabolize the caffeine in order to feel tired again. That was a little uh, scientific explanation for you. Don't worry if you don't know what adenosine is or something like that. These are not 
very useful words in English. And yes, you want to explain how caffeine works to someone. Um, but uh, I unfortunately break down the caffeine. I metabolize the caffeine very slowly. And so I can't drink too much coffee. It's a shame, though. I like coffee a lot. Tell me, do you like coffee? How often do you drink it? And how do you drink your coffee? Do you like an espresso? Or do you like a coffee with milk in it? Or maybe water, like an Americano? How do you like your coffee? Does your country have a strong coffee culture, like in Portugal? Tell me, do people go to cafes, to coffee shops very often in your country? Do people go there to talk and chat? Or do people just drink coffee in the morning so that they don't feel tired? Tell me, it would be interesting. Otherwise, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope uh, you have enjoyed the episode and you have learned something new. Maybe you have learned something new about coffee and learned some new vocabulary. Uh, Remember um, some of these phrasal verbs that we have seen today, like to get away from something. Do you remember what that means? It means to escape, to avoid. I want to uh, get away from the winter. Uh, But... Thank you so, so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.